Welcome, everyone, to the very first episode of our Modern Ancestral Man podcast. My name's Chris. There are four others with us. Matty, Rooster, Mickey. Hey, Chris. G'day, guys. G'day, mate. Yeah, before we kind of kick off the first episode, we wanted to run through a little intro, a little bit of a background about all of us, how we got to this point and what the podcast is going to be about. We've got a little three-minute trailer. You can click on that, have a listen. That'll give us the general vibe of what the podcast's going to be, what we're going to talk about, mainly framed about health and fitness and how that works or how that relates to how the ancestral man would have been in sort of a modern day context. So kick us off. Anyway, yep, as I said, my name's Chris. A bit of background me, I guess. As a young bloke, I really wanted to be a professional athlete, a sports star. You know, I always had a ball in hand, was very competitive, always kicking the footy, playing cricket. And I guess throughout my life, I just, I had a health and fitness focus from, from the get-go, probably instilled by both of my parents who were both very, very active. I kind of went throughout my life. I had a normal upbringing, went to, went to school, went to high school. I guess once I'd, once I'd learned that I was going to, was a failed sports star, I, I had a, had a different focus. So I, I'd always wanted to be a, a, a school teacher and, you know, people have, Oh, did you want to be a fireman or a, a policeman when you were young? No, I, I don't know. I just always wanted to be a school teacher. And so, yeah, I went to university, did a degree in Bachelor of Science, Sports Science. I then became a teacher, sort of kind of in educating, sort of since I left high school, university, whatnot. So, yeah, became a, a school teacher. Found that wasn't really for me. I got into health and fitness, I was a PT for a little while. You know, worked with sports teams, private clients, worked in the mining sector, with emergency services. And you had a probably uh, a you know, sort of mainstream background. I guess things changed for me sort of five, six years ago, probably 2014, 2015. Um, I had a issue, it was kind of a little bit of vertigo. Um, and I went and had that diagnosed as um, microvascular compartment syndrome, which Long story short is uh, when an enlarged vessel in my brain is pushing on um, the eighth cranial nerve. And, and what the doctors, the neurosurgeon at the time said was, well, you know, you can have brain surgery or you can reduce some inflammation. So he gave me a few ways to reduce inflammation and a few of them were changing my diet, reducing sort of the amount of carbohydrates that I had, sort of going a sort of a low, low carb approach, getting rid of alcohols, sugar, chocolate. All, all the good stuff um, and I did that and and then when I started looking into that I kind of I got right into it I, I, I went right down the rabbit hole and sort of everything that I'd learned in university kind of got flipped on its head sort of you know the standard Australian diet sad you know they call it where you know that food pyramid that was sort of wrong and I, and I got got into a few alternative guys sort of Mark Sisson and Rob Wolf and Dr. McCullough um, and that sort of put me on a different trajectory and I thought this, this is – I need to get this out there. I need to get the word out there. I need to tell people because nobody knows what's going on. We've got things wrong. So I then looked at – I did some formal training. I became a integrated health coach um, which kind of focused on sort of a primal diet or what we would do as an ancestral man in a, in a modern-day context and sort of that was sort of low-carbohydrate, high-fat diet focusing on – on good proteins and fats, and and I found my health improved. I 
I got rid of some eczema. I used to have a lot of mouth ulcers. It's getting sort of straight into it early on, but they all disappeared. And then I sort of found if I started using natural products, toothpastes, sunscreens, um, deodorants, all the little ailments that I had disappeared. And, you know, what would we have done as an ancestral man? We wouldn't have had all that stuff. So, yeah, it really changed my approach to life. That really then set me on a different alternative path of, of, of questioning the mainstream, the narrative that we've all been told. You know, you've got to have your grains, you've got to have your five fruit, two veg, um, low fat, that kind of thing. So it really set me on a different path and sort of for the four, last four or five years I've really been looking at sort of alternative therapies, alternative medicines, yeah, and then, and then sort of set me down this path of re- I really want to edu- educate people and get, get the message out there. So that's sort of a bit of my background. Really wanted to get this podcast together with four good mates who we've kind of bonded over the last X number of years definitely the last couple with what's been going on in the world um, and, and, and talk about this because I don't think a lot of the everyday man or the person that's on the street knows a lot of this stuff. So I just wanted to get the message out there and uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of my background. So I've got a, a background in science, sports science and, and all things health and fitness really. Throw it over to you, Smithy. Thanks, Chris. It's great to be here. I have a similar story to you. My journey in uh, or my interest in natural health probably started around five years ago. Prior to that, growing up as a kid, I also really had no clear direction of exactly what I wanted to do. I just knew that I wanted to do something that would help people. I've always been a someone that's drawn to being a helper. And as I was younger, I did a few various jobs. None of them really resonated until I started volunteering as a ambulance officer in uh, WA's remote northwest in Broome. I did that for about a year and I really resonated with the job and it was suggested to me by a a colleague who was a full-time worker that I should try to become a paramedic. So it was a little bit challenging for me. I was in my early 20s and I never thought I'd go to university, but I jumped through the hoops and managed to get accepted into a uh, Bachelor of Paramedical Science, which I studied and went on to become a paramedic in Western Australia. And wow, what what an eye-opener. It was uh, really, really showed me People that enjoy good health uh, are very fortunate, but there are a lot of people that have tons of chronic health conditions, and it, w- it was really sad for me. So going through my degree, when I started, I was very, very conventional, and I thought Western medicine really had all the answers, and we'd sort of figured everything out. As I went along, I started to question a few things. I noticed that within our Western pharmacological approach, we really looked more towards dulling symptoms rather than curing the underlying cause of things. And as I went along, I started thinking more and more about that, but never really delved in too deep. Then rewind about five years ago, and I found out I was going to be a father. So I thought to myself, well, I want to be the absolute best dad that I can be, and my wife's also a healthcare professional. So I started looking into how I could raise or or give my little girl the best start in life. So I really left uh, no stone unturned. But one of the first things that we decided to research was childbirth. And I did a little bit of research and I found that the local hospital in Perth has a cesarean rate that approaches 50%. So 50% of deliveries were by cesarean. And I delved a little bit into natural health and I looked at the microbiome and the importance of uh, a vaginal delivery to really pass on the mother's uh, microbiome and uh, immune system uh, benefits to the child. 
And one of the things I thought that I could make the biggest impact in was uh, nutrition. So I spoke to my wife and I decided to go back to uni and do a, a postgraduate course in human nutrition through Deakin Uni. And that was fantastic. So my really my, my interest or one of my emphasis now is eating whole natural food as we would have done back in the day. I'm a big fan of organic food, unprocessed food, uh, minimal grains, minimal sugar, relatively high fat, which is somewhat controversial, but that's worked really well for us and our family. Uh, and we're really happy. Our daughter is uh, allergy-free, extremely healthy and vital. And so far, we've got no regrets going down that path. So for me, uh, I'm really passionate about all things health and lifestyle related and how people can achieve uh, optimal health through the avoidance of getting chronic health conditions. And that's what I'm interested in talking about. And I hope that we'll discuss a lot of this in future. So yeah, I'd like to pass over to Mikey. Yeah, good day, guys. Yeah, I think uh, much like you guys, that, that real um, passion for health and wellness um, is, is, you know, what attracted all of us together as mates. Um, my uh, my background, I'm back at uni for the third time now. Uh, hopefully this one's a little bit more successful. Um, uh, soon to be a psychology graduate. And I guess looking back over my life, um, the one consistent thing or theme that I think I've been quite obsessed with is actually um, the, the human mind, uh, mindset, you know, human potential. And I was reflecting back on this actually, and I, I remember back to uh, being about 10 years of age and, and uh, a weekly sort of thing that used to happen after we came home from sport was my father and I used to actually sit down and watch Wild World of Sports together on a Saturday and I remember this one particular Saturday, the Hawaiian Ironman was on, and uh, there was the sort of famous footage of Paul and Newby Fraser just like breaking down um, a few kilometres from the finish line, and her, you know her, her her body was completely breaking down on her, and you could see that the one thing that was still working was was her mind, uh, and and she you know despite the fact she couldn't use her legs, her arms weren't working, no, nothing. This woman just started to crawl, and when she couldn't crawl, she started to sort of drag herself along the ground and I remember looking at that footage even at 10 years of age and thinking I want to do that uh, and it wasn't to do with the event it was it was this mental challenge and 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 testing of myself and and so I um, many many years later went on to have a pretty successful um, period there racing Ironman triathlon but there was always this undertone of exploring the human mind and uh, and seeing how far it can go and so I, I self-educated for a long time uh, I, I went and invested um, time energy and space into doing a lot of Tony Robbins work John D Martini's work Joe Dispenza a lot of these guys and, and then I got to a point where I was confronted uh, by a lot of the you know fast advancing statistics in mental health and suicide with men um, you know, and, and suicide being the largest cause of death in, in people under 30, particularly males. And that was something I really just felt compelled to try and make a difference with. Uh, so that's what brought me back to university. Obviously, I am a man, uh, uh, passionately. Uh, and, and so that, that's my real area of interest. That's something I'm really passionate about. I know that's a, a journey and an experience we've all shared the last couple of years and, and you know, bringing together this podcast with some of my best friends and, and people that I 
you know, I see as being passionate and just having the utmost integrity is, is something that really excites me. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing how far we can take it, guys. I think, Rue, you're going to uh, head off next, mate. Yeah, mate. Thanks for that, and thanks, boys, for your intros. It's uh, As much as I know you very well, it's good to good to actually hear a little intro like that that puts an official sort of status on my friends. I'm Rooster. Since I've been 12 years of age, really, um, exercise and health has been a part of my life, and that was driven predominantly from, as you said, Chris, trying to be a sports star. You know, I wanted to play, play AFL as a boy, and I knew that my my nat- my fitness had to be uh, at a peak level to do that. So from the age of 12, I started running on my own. I uh, started looking after the food that I ate as a, as a young boy to the point of being a little bit anal about it. But it, uh, it became a, a, a sort of a habit of, of life, really, um, exercise and health. And as the AFL aspirations didn't really come to fruit, I did experience a lot of things with that have uh, revolved around a footy club, great mates, the, 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 the concept of going out every week to, to play a contact sport and looking after your mates it became a, an important thing to me. And, I, and also, I suppose, having the opportunity to do a, f- a few pre-seasons at a, at a waffle club level allowed me an opportunity to push my body to a limit that I reckon a lot of people don't get an opportunity to, uh, and I'm not saying that I'm an elite athlete or an Olympian or anything like that, but a pre-season at a footy club is is pretty hard on, on the body, and I just think that that set a, a good uh, a precedent for me on on going forward and having the ability in my mind or the, the, the knowledge of in my mind that I can push my body to any sort of limit that I, I wanted to. So yeah, AFL didn't really happen. Uh, when I was in year nine, I decided I want to be a phys ed teacher. So I, I, I achieved that, went to uni, became a phys ed teacher, loved that job, took that teaching opportunity to, to the UK, did the UK working thing for a couple of years, travelled the world, come back to Australia, uh, got into the travel industry. And then other jobs have, have sort of come about from that. But personal health and fitness has always remained a, uh, a passion of mine. I'm a big believer that our bodies are designed to move. And I just, I just see in our modern society that that, that primitive uh, need for movement ha- has been neglected. I mean, our, our modern day life, sitting, a de- sitting around at a desk all day with eyes sucked on, suck on a screen is not healthy for us. And I see a lot of, as you mentioned, some, um, some chronic disease issues in our society that can change, you know, it can be changed with nutrition exercise, sleep, all those sort of things. And, and I guess all those sort of health and fitness parameters are what interests all of us and that's what's brought us together. I mean, and, and a big influence for me a few years back was listening to Ben Greenfield, you know, and then his exposure to, to Joseph McCola, as you mentioned earlier, Jonesy, and you and I would often talk about the episodes that we'd listen to, you know, and that really initiated a lot of change in me from traditional health and fitness, you know, breakfast being the most important meal of the day, having your, your ham sandwich at lunchtime and things like this, to totally flip everything that I'd been taught at school and mainstream and from even my mum and dad's advice on its head. And then in more recent times, watching the movie Vaxxed uh, and Vaxxed 2, that really opened my eyes to... The, the medical profession and, and the pharmaceutical industries 
and how that has an impact on our lives. So not only are we sort of ignoring our primitive man needs, we're also being influenced by outside sources like the the medical profession, the pharmaceutical industry, even our government overreaches. So yeah, uh, with with my personal health and fitness, you know, I I still love pushing my body to the limit. I train hard. Uh, I'm I'm interested in training other people and, 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 and seeing how they can change their bodies through nutrition and exercise. And I've just hit 50 and I've I still feel as fit as I was when I was, you know, 21. And sometimes I, I act, I'm still like I'm 19, but I think 50, your age is only a number. Uh, and I'll always have that that belief. Uh, I've always wanted to be sort of considered to be that old bloke who's still still stacked. You know, I, that's that's a goal of mine when I hit, hit 40, that I wanted to be one of those old fit dudes that you see down the beach and you go, oh, he's in good nick for an old fella. And 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 he, and hitting those later years, I really uh, identified with a lot of body imbalances, and that can be derived from exercising from an uneducated or ignorant point of view. Uh, the contact sport that I played, uh, a lot of body imbalances there that was restricting my movement, creating pain or discomfort, and also in- influencing injury. Uh, so that that now is uh, uh, a focus of mine that uh, as an individual and also someone that can has the opportunity to train others to help them maintain that body balance where functional strength is important, your ability to, to squat, your ability to, to pull you or push your own weight. That, that to me are those basic primitive fundamental things that I, that I think we need to sort of reignite in, in our modern society. So... The concept of, you know, a modern ancestral man podcast to me is a great idea that, you know, we could maybe influence the, the health and fitness of others looking looking at it from an ancestral man point of view and how we can apply that to to, to our modern day life. You know? and, and, and I think, Mickey, you touched on it earlier, the coming together of us. Uh, you know, we've been mates for a long time, but over the last couple of years, particularly with the whole COVID issue... We, we've really uh, supported each other through some difficult times and that, that to me has been invaluable. And, you know, we, we talked about getting together and, and putting all our thoughts and, and our knowledge together in a, in a podcast and, uh, and, and here we are and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it.